This is the Criterion Increase Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I'm Jay And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order release. This week, RJ. Yes. It's episode 300. What does that mean? It's a lot. But it also means we're spanking women and killing whoever we want as we Excuse watch me? Spine 46 in the Criterion Laserdisc Collection. You know about this? Doing what? Sorry? Could you repeat that? Adam's Rib, directed by George Cougar from 1949. Sounds like a Catholic affair. But first, oh, tell me more about Catholic affairs, RJ. Well, they're the how are, kind. How is how is the church holding up? I uh, it seems like they're uh, riding high. It seems Off like of... uh, they've got friends in all the right places. Well, it's a good day to be a trad cath. They uh they're infallible. It seems you know what I mean. Like uh, mm-hmm. no matter what they throw at them, they keep coming. They keep coming through. It's just like uh, I I think I mentioned this like every every week during the Trump administration. Where it was like every week they're like, this is going to be the one that gets them. This is it. This is sure going to be the one. And then every week it was like, no, it wasn't. Because that's still happening with them. It's I see, still. I see that every day. They're like, this is the one. They just subpoenaed stuff. This is the one that's going to get them. And it's like, it's not. You're never going to get them. You tried. It's over. Wow. Never, never say never. Never say never, man. No, I no, mean, my favorite is this is the smoking gun. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, like, oh, every, yeah. every week. I, I, uh, I got over that. I mean, I, I bit on that a bunch, and it's like after the, uh, I don't know, the fiftieth one. It's like, okay, yeah. all right. You go, all right. Is it? No. Mm-hmm. no. Okay. No. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Every every week, it was like this is smoking gun. This is the one that's going to get them. And then you you see it and you go, no, it's not, is it? Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, the Idaho kid, the Potato Man, the Potato Man, the Potato Boy. Sorry, correction, Potato oh. Boy. Do you like that Potato Boy thing? I, uh, uh, I yeah, did. Yeah, the, no one even knows what you're talking about yet. But did you know? Did you know in your heart of hearts? I forgot, and then I remembered. And did it make you feel terrific? I have a voice that sounds so good. I'm a potato boy. Potato <laughs> and, boy. And if you want to know <laughs> of the sweet, sweet they, lyrics. They, they didn't. That the potato boy, Jared Duncan, is singing. I recommend you join our Patreon channel for more details. Coming soon. Coming very, very soon. Coming soon. Yeah, I was in Idaho, RJ. Yeah, and uh, how was that? Was there any potatoes? Uh lovely country it's just Mm -hmm. it's just like bc it's just an extension of the mountains going down sure no the part i was in anyway and uh did you experience any freedom when you were down there well um we saw a few trump signs not as much as you would expect we get Uh, those here too i'd say saw twice the amount though of let's go brandon signs you know, I am proud to say I never bit and I've never looked into what that actually means. And I'm pretty happy that I have ignorance on that. Well, I know that it's not. I know what it's connected to. Well, the, but the, I've the, never looked the, into the, it. the friend state side. And I'm not sure if this mm-hmm. is true. This could be hearsay. But apparently it's because during some NASCAR race, mm-hmm. some of the, the hoople heads started chanting uh, fuck Joe Biden. And okay. the 
broadcaster. It's like, what are those people saying? I think they're saying, let's go, Brandon. Because <laughs> that's the name of one of their drivers, I guess. Oh, and I so that now they've uh, since latched onto this. And they think it's hilarious. So funny. I mean, all that's going to, it's, people weren't going to be named Brandon for a long, well, actually, there might be an upshot in people named Brandon. I don't know what's worse. Oh, I could Do be wrong. I, mean? I don't care. I'll, I'll be, he, I'd be wrong on it. So anyway, yeah, you, yeah there's, yeah. There, there's a lot of that. And my, my other favorite sign, um, that we saw down there was a, uh, you know, uh, Amon, Amon Bundy. Who? Sorry. You know, you remember Cl- uh, Clive Bundy? Yeah, I do. What? What are you getting at here? Well, you're not Al Bundy. Yeah, Amon oh, sorry, Bundy. Cl- Cliven Bundy, I should say. But the Bundy standoff. Remember that? Cliven Bundy. Yeah, Cliven. Uh, Cliven. 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 Yeah. Cliven. Yeah, he's American cattle rancher, Jared. Cliven yeah. D. Bundy, American yeah. cattle rancher, they're, 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 charged and underwent pretrial detention. Well, then there's Amon. Son of Clevin, Amon Bundy. He is who is described as, as who is described Bundy. as an American anti-government militant and activist, a car fleet manager by profession, uh, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, uh, <laughs> he's going to run for governor. Sure, he is independent. Uh, so, I, yeah, those signs. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> sure, he is, and why not, right? But other than that, though, I mean. I'd say that um, the people we encountered, like, you know, the stores or in the community, uh, mm-hmm. we're all just like, you know, like, no, Midwest, nice. Regular folk, you would say? P- plain folk. Plain folk? Yeah. You don't see much plain folk these days, Jerry. That's right. I suppose not. Not, not a whole lot. Had some hor- horrendous Mexican food uh, in well, that's San where... I mean that's no that's how it's supposed to be that's how it works you if you want Mexican food you go to Idaho that's that's how that works yeah uh, you know what though I think I I can get some good Mexican food you know in Edmonton here yeah yeah there's decent stuff but you know yeah. you'd expect oh maybe Joel has got a new spin on things Joel's... was it Joel's Mexican is yeah, that what it was called yeah it was it was uh yeah no 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 salsa it's like no. come on. Come on. Like no sauces of any kind? No, uh, no. Just no, no, no and, hot and, sauce? And, and it's a gigantic burrito with no utensils. Okay, well, was yeah. it messy though? Or like, could you eat it with your hands? You could. You it's just not, preferred not to. You're not going to have yourself a good time. Mm. Especially when uh, a piece of cilantro goes like up in your sinus a little bit and you get stuck there and it's like really annoying and everything kind of tastes like cilantro. Um, mm-hmm. and then you go, I don't want this ever again. So what did you get instead? What was the best meal of the trip? Um, well, at the, at the complex, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the food that we made was better than the food well, we... on the outside. There were, there was like a restaurant we went to called the fat pig. The no. fat pig. And yeah. what was this a barbecue joint or something? No, else? no. It was like, um, I, I would describe it as sort of that moxie style or Earl style menu where they're, they're kind of like catering to all these things. Like mm. it's like, Hey, you want duck nachos? We got that. But we also have beef and broccoli and we have, we also do like a mushroom pasta. Uh, it's just, uh. yeah. It, but so small, what did you get? I had like a, a stir fry and I, I, it sounds like I enjoyed my meal the most of everybody, but uh. it was okay. 
Sure, sure. Okay, okay. And uh, what, what were you guys cooking for breakfast? This is what I'm really curious. Were you guys doing eggs, bacon, the whole yeah. slot? Uh, just like essentially breakfast sandwiches. Just, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, I'm e- on board with that. Easy, easy peasy. Easy peasy lemon squeezy? No. Or the other one, the one that's a little bit problematic now. Whoa. I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, but... neither do I. I don't know what you're talking about either. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. There's a different saying. That people used to say. People from Idaho. Idahoans? Idahoans. Okay. So did you get potatoes and did you roast them? Did I not did I not did I not send you the the No, I saw the picture. You saw the image. So at at the at the Super One supermarket, and let me tell you, RJ, it wasn't number one in our hearts. Um it it was uh it the the baked goods on display Mm -hmm. at this supermarket. Terrible. Absolutely horrid. Would they have like seven up, uh, like uh, seven no, up, like turnovers? I, I wish. Would they have? I don't know. Just everything so, like looks so boring and dry and like overcoated with sugary icing for no reason. That's the American dream. Well, but, but then you go over to Safeway across the way because mm-hmm. because it's one of those things um, when you're in the Americas where you're like, wait a minute, you can just buy alcohol at the grocery store. Yes, you can. This, this is this is madness. Society mm-hmm. we've been told would collapse if that were to happen. We were told. We were told. Yeah. And was it collapsing in front of you? Well, I mean, if you turn into the <laughs> the six o'clock news, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know if uh, the adult beverages available at the grocery store, you know, so you grab a couple cold ones for the road you know what i'm saying um ah, for uh, the road jared not while you're driving though correct well that's where the saying comes from oh okay that's, yeah I, I learned that from um uh trey parker and matt stone oh i see on, on a I commentary see. track at, at some point for the road saying that's where the that's where that saying comes from <laughs> back when uh drunky driving was uh in vogue <laughs> i there there was a time when uh, it was in fashion but let me tell you folks yeah. Uh, don't do that. Not anymore. Not unless you want to wake up next to Jarrett, and he will be grumpy. I'll be a ghoul because I'll be because you'll be dead too. Exactly. Well, you don't want that to. You don't want to be haunted by me. You think Jarrett's grumpy alive? Oh, oh boy! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait until you see him dead. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be pissed off all the time. All the time. Ain't whining. Dining, no, other things, potentially. Uh, yeah. So anyway, at yeah. this supermarket, there were potatoes, but they were like under a giant blanket. I thought that was yeah. so odd. I'm like, what? What are they doing? Did you get a? Did you get an answer on that? No, like, I, I didn't. Care. No, no. I just, I was like, what's going on here? Why, why are the blankets covered? No, nothing mm-hmm. else was covered. This isn't a thing that happens anywhere I've ever been. Yeah. But there you were. There you were. Um, so one none of the, of the people you were with asked, inquired about these potatoes? It, it, like... No one cared, RJ. Okay. Yeah, okay no one cared. Fine. I mean, you could write in to the store and say, what's up with the potatoes? Let's uh, find <laughs> out. I, I plan. I'm going to email random Idaho grocery stores and say, do you guys cover your potatoes with blankets? And if so, can you tell me why? I did have to ask where the limes were. And the guy like kind of had a bit of a... Wow, they're always over here. <laughs> sure. 
I don't care. They're always over here. They're, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, She's like, what are you new uh, here? You what are you new here? And you're like, yeah, I'm not from here. Just please tell me where the limes are. So where where were the limes? They were they not in produce? They were in produce. It's just like it's, hard it's overwhelming find. when you're in a new location. You're like, I don't know, where's the thyme? Where's the limes? Where's the thyme? Is yeah. in the herb? Yeah. Do you mean? Yeah. Okay. It's because they didn't have any fresh regular, but they had it in the organic section. Mm, they're gonna charge you a nickel more for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're not gonna get any of those good chemicals that you want. Exactly. Those microplastics. Life insuring preservatives. Yeah, yeah, that's for, what you want for my body. And what you need. Yeah. Okay, so what else? What what else happened? Did um, you go fishing? No. No? Did you go swimming in the creek? God no. You didn't go swimming in the creek? No, I did not go swimming in the little isolated, private, pond lake. That sounds like a nice place to go swimming, isolated and private. In, in theory. Did other people go swimming in the creek? I, I believe so. Yes, I heard. I heard positive things. They get any leeches? Uh, not that I'm aware of. They get anything else? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I get. I was wondering about algae bloom. Yeah, like but in no. in your algae no. bloom. Yeah, no. Yeah, the water did look pretty clear. There was a uh, last night campfire with with s'mores, RJ. Oh, schmore in action. So how how do you toast your uh, your malo? Are you like a light, uh, a, a dark, or like a right in the middle kind of toast on your marshmallow? So, well, I didn't ever. You never, never, one never really gets enough experience practicing to get one preference or another. As long as it gets melty and burny, you get the, that's the sweet spot. I'd rather be on the uh, overdone side than, than underdone. Yeah, and then you, so you want that. You want that heat. So when you put that Hershey chocolate on the graham cracker, mm-hmm. you make that little sandwich. That's the that's living. I made them in a, an oven one time when we were camping. It was too rainy outside for a campfire, so I made them in an oven. And it was okay. Yeah, you but, hit it with the broil. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was it was the best we had or best we could do with what we had. That's right. Making making do. And uh, was there D and Dean to be had? Uh, not as much as I would have liked, which I'm not well, surprised by, because that's what happens when these things get going. I mean, when people go out and you're in a new spot and you're hanging with and socializing, well, you know, every, sometimes people get distracted. Well, well, day one is always travel day, and everyone, yeah. no one really, people kind of want to do something, but at the same time, they're also just tired. And then day two, you know, people might decide, hey, it's time to go. Let's go fishing it's good yeah. and, then, and then at the end of it oh, i don't want to do anything <laughs> and you go okay well that's uh yeah. that's living man get busy living or get busy dying but not in D. that's <laughs> where that's where that's where dying should happen is only in D. yeah fighting that's, dragons yeah it works that's a computer thing though for yeah, the, the mega nerds for the mega nerds you know what i mean yeah so a little bit a little bit happened some um mm-hmm. okay. some love letter was played you know that game I'm unfamiliar with it. It is a very popular card game. It's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, very, very fun. It's like you can play it anywhere from like two, which I don't recommend. You probably mm-hmm. want at least at least three people. Uh, but it's like up to like eight, I think, for the regular version. But mm. it's very fun. 
uh, it's basically just like you're trying to eliminate everybody and be the last person standing. The idea is that you're trying to pass a note to the princess confessing your love. But the cards are the members of the court who are trying to conspire to undermine the one another's letters from getting to the princess. At the end of it, do you have to get married for real? Uh, I'm sure there's like a variant, uh, but uh, we no, we, we didn't play that version. You don't have to get married for real? No, no. I, I mean, if that was the winner, um, the one game, the first night the game was going re- like really long. Or like, it's supposed to be like, let's play a quick game. But it turns out the more people you have, the longer the games go. But they're actually mm-hmm. a little bit, but people could be eliminated immediately and not even get a play because they just get shafted because of bad luck. And then they get, then they get to wait around for 40 minutes. And it's like, that's less fun. But I don't think, I don't know. There's something off with the, the, the gameplay, maybe that first time out. But anyway. If I got eliminated right away, I would leave. I would just get up. I'd say, I'm going to the crick. And I'd go, have, I'd go for a, have a little skinny dip. Have a pout. Maybe uh, smoke some of those menthols. Oh, did you pick some up, Jared? I did not. Oh, Jared. You could have uh, sold them for a premium up here. A premium. You get them for like 6 $7 a pack down there. You could easily sell them for $30 a pack up here. Mm-hmm. And you think if you think I'm exaggerating, because some people say I do that, normal packs nowadays are $20. Mm-hmm. Menthols, we can't even buy. So if you just tacked on $10 to that, easy. Easy. easy 30 bucks they, they, they don't know how good they've got it down there am i right rj well they did out they did ban jewels right mm-hmm. and uh some say that it's coming down the menthol men- ban yeah i don't know what they got against menthol kids aren't smoking menthols only old guys named like horace and, are smoking ca- and menthols. canadians and canadians yeah kids aren't doing that they're only smoking the vapes and they ban jewels but there's like a million other brands of vapes so it's mm-hmm. like so drop in the bucket, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you uh, got out of town, got out of Dodge got for out a of while. Dodge. Yep, that's the... As they say? Yep. Yeah. Any other big uh, revelations while you were uh, driving, staying, socializing? No, nothing. Nothing really. Not, not Nothing for public consumpture. Ooh. I mean, maybe, maybe people tuning into our uh, Patreon exclusive material uh we'll hear some real de- after dark stuff the, the, the real dirt well boy we better get to it then no better no, get to it no you, use waiting all right you want to I, 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 you did things i'm sure but no, i i was i had a cold i didn't do i didn't uh, do it oh i'm good i'm clear that's good. i'm in the clear so uh all all is good let's let's march on all right let's let read these emails yeah females i think it's what everybody tunes in for at this point yeah, probably. Probably. You want to yeah. hear from Ruben Barbosa? Who doesn't? With a email entitled, A Very Neon Genesis. Congratulations to you. Who? Howdy, Crypt Creepers. Congratulations Ooh. on reaching your 3,000th episode. It's an incredible feat, and I just want you guys to know that I never once believed that you would make it this far. In honor wow. of this episode, I'll be asking you not one, not two, but three questions. Here we go. Holy cow. What's the worst movie you've seen in a theater? Uh, Hunter Killer, that sub movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm just... Twice in a week that's gotten brought up. Yeah. I... Hmm. I've got to say that, that that loser movie. 
With Jason Biggs? Yeah, that might be the worst. I watched Loser like two, three years ago. That movie's not bad. <laughs> that movie was pretty. That was not a good time in the theater. No. Okay. Bit, like, Extreme Office is pretty lousy too, but. Yeah. yeah. Question number two. Mm-hmm. What's a critically acclaimed and or widely beloved TV show that you've never been able to get into? Uh, do you have any offhand? Hmm. Let's take a look at top television. Here, let's take a look at series top television of all time. shows of all time. That's a good idea. Okay, uh, we got The Wire, we got Twin Peaks, we got uh, The X-Files, Lost, Battlestar, Deadwood. I mean, oh, shit. I, I'm trying to think of like, shows I've actually given an honest... Like, an honest go I mean, I've never watched House in my life, but I, I feel like that's not my thing. I've I never agree. I've never watched West Wing, I've never watched House of Cards, I, I never watched Big Little Lies. Yeah. Um, I still haven't watched Succession. Yeah. Succession, you're I, gonna like. Though, I think right? I watched one episode of Boardwalk Empire, and that's it. I agree. A- Andy and I watched like three or four episodes of Boardwalk, and we we were just like, nah, we're not into this. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I never, I never watched Fleabag. Oh, Dexter. That's. <laughs> I I think that's gotta be yeah. my uh my go to. I okay, and I don't know if this show is this. This seems more of like a guilty pleasure show for people. But twenty four, oh oh the key for Sutherland. Yeah, twenty four. I never I never watched that. Yeah, but I did try watching Dexter, and I did try watching Boardwalk, and neither. I don't think I got through the first season of either of them. So. Oh, then another one, uh, Walking Dead. I, I I watched like I, three seasons of it and then gave up. I yeah, think I, I barely watched the first season because it felt so yeah. much like the comic, and I admired the production value, but I was yeah. just like, eh, I, I don't need to see this. Seems to have outlived its uh, yeah. its stay. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I think that's pretty good, and uh, I have yet to watch Friday Night Lights. Ah, uh, I've seen Friday Night Lights. It's uh, it's not a bad show. I don't know. I don't know where you would fit on it. It is uh, sports heavy. I mean, there it's more than sports, but you you know what's a good show we can all agree on? Frasier. Brilliant. Who doesn't love a nah. good Frasier? Who doesn't love Niles? <laughs> oh, Niles! Come on, Niles! Niles! Come on. Question Niles? number three, RJ. Yeah. How did you two first meet? No. Was it through the internet or the comic book store? Nope. Nope. Was it at the Top Hat? <laughs> oh, did he say that? Yeah. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Have we mentioned that before? Uh, doubtful. <laughs> Imagine oh, why. Wow. There's probably. I already know. I know what the internet search was for that. <laughs> Creepsville uh, Gentlemen's Club, and that and that's that's being generous. There's they moved to because they like oh their old location. So they moved to like uh-huh. the the the, the, str- strip. the strip, and uh, the, their sign it just like it either says top hat or it says Toffet. <laughs> we always call it toe fat. Yeah, yeah, toe fat. the The funny thing about where it moved is it's now beside it's in between a golf course and a dentistry office. Perfect. Because that's exactly where you want your nighttime clubs. You know what I mean, Jared? Well, there you go. Uh, that's a uh, yeah. Let's just say, let's just say we met there. Yeah, o- over a a plate of onion rings. 
Sure, sure. Uh, I prefer um, they have the soup bowls and the bread bowls. Right. Yeah, that's the lunch special, the uh, New England clam chowder. And then after you eat the soup, you eat the bowl. That's how that works. What? That's how it works. Au revoir, creeps. Thanks for all the content over the years. It's been real good stuff. Really? Thank you, Ruben. I don't know if I trust his opinion, but okay. But yeah, we we met at a comic book store. (laughs) I mean, kind of. We also met tangentially through work associates. Yeah. Uh, One of which was my wife and your work associate. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that and comic book stores. Jared kept trying to, like, like ask me out on dates and stuff. And and now we've been happily married ever since. Mm -hmm. Right, Jared? Yeah, Arby's. I saw an Arby's in the Americas, too. Forgot to take a picture. Really? Do you, you didn't go check in for the meat? I did not. Did you see any fast food places that we don't have here? Well, so I saw... Oh, what the hell is it called? In BC. Yeah. Th- uh, there's a place called the White Spot. White Spot? Yeah, I know White Spot. I've, you I've, didn't I've, check... You didn't No, I did not. Um, mm. But... It's too bad. It's, yeah, I would have. I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe the next time, if ever I... Uh, uh, I'm driving through BC. Oh, you you gotta you gotta hit some uh, some of the um, the local fast food joints. Like some of the some of the best food I've ever had was at fast food places like Canes, Big City Burrito. Oh man, it's the best, Jared. You got you got to check those places. There, there's a a sign I was going to send you a photo of that would have been a good. Uh, it's Wednesday, my dudes. But was it Boner Hill? Oh, you'll see. It wasn't Boner Hill. No, it's a. Uh, thematic to this week here sent scented where did you send it to me on on messenger all right let's have a look here uh zoom leaves leaves yep or were you taking pictures of these people no it was the sign those people were uh collateral damage (laughs) i see Eve's leaves. Did you enter this establishment? I did not. I'm assuming it is a women's clothing store. Oh, as opposed and to Adam's Rib, this is Eve's, Eve's leaves. That would have been good for uh, no. today. And uh, I'm only getting it now after I've already posted these mm-hmm. things. So mm-hmm. there's um, there's no helping that. Nope, none at all. There's no helping that. Oh well. You want to hear uh, uh-huh. from? Uh, our our friend Barry from the the, the Netherlands. Barry from the Netherlands is That's this right. a, an individual who has written in before? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> actually. Interesting. Okay. So, hey creeps, mm-hmm. I was wondering if you guys watched any other David Simon shows besides The Wire, and what your thoughts are. I think I remember Jarrett talking about Homicide, Life on the Street on the podcast, and I love those first few seasons. Although you can really notice that David Simon wasn't involved in these in the series later on. I also watched The Corner, Treme, mm-hmm. The Deuce, and the new miniseries, We Own This City, which I think is very, very good. Also currently listening to the Wire at 20 podcast hosted by Method Man, which has some cool behind-the-scenes stories. Cheers from the Netherlands. Barry. Um, the Netherlands. Barry. I, I'd like to hear more about this Method Man stuff. It's, it's Isn't it wild that The Wire is 20 years old? Yeah, I mean, when I watched it a couple years ago, it, it felt like it was 20 years old. Like, not having not watched it when it aired, but, like, like not that it was date, not dated in content, but dated in, like, you know, attire and, and clothing and oh, things sure, of that nature. Yeah. 
You know what I mean, Drew? Mm-hmm. So uh, I uh, we tried watching The Deuce, and we got a couple episodes into it, but we weren't super into it. But uh, I have heard We Own This City or whatever, the mm-hmm. John Bernthal show. I heard that's supposed to be pretty good. Okay. So we might give that a try. Uh, yeah, The Corner is kind of like Wire Season Zero. It was like a six-episode mm-hmm. miniseries. Mm-hmm. I think that's how that worked. Um, and then, yeah, Treme is one of those shows uh, that I watched the first few episodes of and kind of went, eh. Yeah, I mean, I remember Treme being, like, huge. Is that about a carnival, or what is that about? <laughs> that, no, that's Carnival. <laughs> but, no, Tre- what, what Treme is, is New Orleans. Uh, it's, uh, okay. And it's after the levees broke, RJ. <laughs> It's that's yeah, post. Oh sure, yeah, of course. Po- post Katrina, New Orleans, and it's just it's just about people. I think it was like three people? seasons. About people. It, it's not about a carnival no. in New Orleans. Well, I mean, it's always carnival in, in New, New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. New Orleans. You know about beads? You know about lace? <laughs> Whatever the fuck. I know about beads. Yeah. I know about jazz. I know about jambalaya. Is something we'll talk about one day jambalaya is it today probably not but one day we'll talk about jambalaya and yeah uh, homicide life on the street uh my enjoyment of the show increases with the shortness of bayless's hair that's all i'll say because he's he's got some some wicked bad hair that that main that main character i mean like thinned no it's just like i don't know it's like not a mullet but this loafy hair that's just ugh. Get a haircut, and then he gets a haircut, and it's fine. And then mm-hmm. by the but then he comes full circle, and he's, he gets all scruffed out by the end. And you're like, oh boy, he's really backsliding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, I, that show has got like one of the best ensemble casts and like character actors in it. Oh, so good, and and mm-hmm. it's uh, supposedly according to some producers of Futurama, the whole like idea of like having a TV show like end like the last like moments of a TV show kind of play out with sort of this like maudlin music or like mm-hmm. some sort of pop music, life life on the street apparently kicked popularized that or kicked that off because uh, it, it started because it started in like the late early nineties. And that became like kind of a trope, and like more and more people would pick up on it because I remember Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, did that every once in a while, and then Futurama did it quite a bit. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta disagree with you and kind of hit you with a harsh reality. Yeah, it wasn't that show. I'm pretty sure it was Frasier, mm-hmm. which popularized the boom, 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 like ah, as the the plane. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's Frasier, Crane, PhD. Yeah, can you sing me the Frasier theme song, RJ? S S S scrambled eggs. S S. Yeah. How would you like the song sing? As as who? Oh, as as Kelsey Grammer. I don't know if I can do a Kelsey Grammer. Well, you know it was him that did it, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, but I can only do it in the three accents that I know how to do. One oh, of them dear. is Italian. One of them is uh, not Italian, and the other one is quasi Italian. salad and scrambled eggs. What the? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Here we go. See, you went away for a weekend, and you you you, you didn't know how much you missed uh, the Fraser talk. <laughs> the... Welcome back to the Fraser podcast. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. 
I sent I sent it to you. I sent it to you. Okay. Do you want me to read these lyrics? Yeah, please. Okay. I'd prefer you sing them or ja- jazz them. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll scat them. And the only reason I'm doing this is because it's three uh, three hundred. Epi- this is the this is it, folks. This is episode three hundred. It'll never happen again. There'll never be another three hundredth episode. Uh, that's true. That's true. So this is a one-time deal, and th- hey, this isn't even going on the Patreon. So uh, people should be uh, people should know. Okay, <clears throat> you ready, Jared? I'm absolutely ready. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Oh my mercy! <laughs> Quite stylish. <laughs> and maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you paid. Ha 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 ha. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They call it again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> you did That's, it. Uh, you did it. Beautiful. I don't know if it's going to uh, hold up the test of time, but uh, <laughs> it's there. Woo! there so anyways what were we talking about um well we got a- another uh european writing in one oh, okay george Hulsheimer. no come on he hasn't written in, in like four years well the embargo with lithuania maybe is lifted ah okay that makes sense that makes sense with an email entitled this is creepsville <laughs> hmm. hello boys hmm. Yes. Congratulations on reaching another milestone. Not even six Realmer movies could keep you away from reaching 300 episodes, <laughs> according to your unforgiving schedule. My God. Yes. Romer Romer came close, folks. He came close. Mm-hmm. And no, almost ended it. No further questions. Just wanted to not let this moment pass without a shout-out from Europe and maybe help cross that magical threshold of 10 once again. Tonight we dine in. Hobbies. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I appreciate his effort. He, we didn't get the 10, but no. uh, I'm thinking the Frasier thing is going to be uh, enough for everyone for a long time. That's right. Yeah, for a long time. All right. Oh, that's nice. Is that all, George? That's Oshman it. Or that's it. Oh, yeah. Okay, short, cool. Short, short and sweet. Cool, 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 cool. Justin Peterson writes, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. Uh Yes. Hey, Crips, and congrats on your latest show anniversary. Mm-hmm. Goat movie question of the week. I discovered a little 80 Spielberg-produced Spielberg sci-fi gem that I had never seen before recently mm. called Inner Space. Did oh, you yeah. guys happen to catch this one growing up? And what are Dennis Quaid's best movies? I remember Flight of the Phoenix being pretty good, but I still have not finished that Vantage Point show. Was was Dennis Quaid in Inner Space, or is that a completely random draw? I'm assuming he was in it. Okay. <laughs> so, I, uh, Dennis Quaid. I just looked up Dennis Quaid, and all of these movies, I don't think Dennis Quaid is in. Okay, yeah, so he is in Inner Space. Um, I remember watching The Day After Tomorrow about 15 times in school. About 15, maybe 14 hundred times what about, about gi joe the rise of cobra well he's great in that he's terrific in that he's one of the best parts of that dennis quaid's in any given sunday what is he in any given sunday he's in there somewhere hey remember 
Is he? He's oh, been, he's one of the coach. You know, remember how he's been like in two movies that we've talked about on this show before? Uh, Far From Heaven. And? Traffic. Yeah. The Parent Trap. Uh, I mean, Dragonheart is the answer. What about Jaws 3D? No, Dragonheart is the answer. It's got to be. I've never seen Jaws 3D. Oh. I feel like it's not needed to see. Although there's this enemy mine movie that looks like it's got aliens in it. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Wolfgang Peterson. Is that a real person? It is. Really? Well, Who's this guy made? Lots of movies. Oh, Never Ending Story? Das Boot? Yeah. In the Line of Fire? Mm-hmm. Outbreak? Das Boot 2? Bootin' Time? Mm-hmm. Frig. All right, all right. Uh, my answer is Dragonheart. What about you, Drew? Hmm. Well, I think he was great in the unrealized Vince McMahon biopic. As Vince? Yeah. Was that uh, oh, he'd planned? Be, he'd be an no, but he'd be an, he'd, he'd be an awesome Vince. Oh, like, uh, are you basing that just off of his uh, performance in the Alamo? Because that's pretty Vince McMahon, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Remember Frequency? I do remember Frequency. I think I saw that movie when I was uh, apparently 10 years old. I remember it scaring me. I was like, man, this movie's scary. Did, did you find that movie scary, too? I did not. Were you, you weren't 10 years old, though. I, I was not. Damn. Damn. Well, if you want to scare a 10-year-old, show them Frequency, and they'll go, man, this movie's spooky. Hmm. I, I did. Have you guys ever come across a movie that is well-made but kind of gross to look at? I found that was the case recently yeah. with James and the Giant Peach. Do any others come to mind? What what does he mean gross? Like the anim- like the character animations were gross? Like they were kind of bumpy? Because I know those guys are bumpy. You've never seen James and the Giant Peach, right? I have never seen it. You've seen the animation style, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen Nightmare yeah. uh, Before Christmas. Yeah. Are you a uh, pro or uh con? No, I love stop motion animation, but I've never seen James and the Giant Peach in motion. Okay. Yeah. I, I like James and the Giant Peach. I think uh, I like seeing all that stuff in there. Movies that um, are good that are gross, pretty much half of the Criterion movies, or not even, they're not even good. I don't know. There's lots of gross movies. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, gross. You go to a lot of. You could go a lot of ways with the kind of gross to look at thing. I mean, I I would argue that a lot of uh, CGI movies look gross. That's true. That's very true. But they're also in your probably not good. If you had to, well, say, I'm sure right? that they're well made. There's a couple, but then you watch them and you just go, "Oh, I don't, I don't yeah. know, I don't like the way this looks." Like the 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 animation style, like the actual construction of the character models and stuff like that, it's just mm-hmm. unappealing. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah, um, I don't know. I can't think of any offhand. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Want, want a foodie question then? Sure, hit, hit me with that. For the 4th of July, we went to see our local minor league baseball team known as the Charleston River Dogs. The River Dogs. I I enjoyed a a brat with relish and ketchup, twisted hard tea, and a belly itcher ale. A what? Belly itcher. I don't think I want uh, an ale to be itching my belly, if you know what I mean. Well, maybe it's only, well, it depends on what, is it the bottom of the belly for scritches, or are you like 
plugging up that hole because you got something going on in there. Plugging what? The belly button hole. Oh, okay. Yeah, where, where, what other holes are near your belly, RJ? I don't know. That's why I need a clarification. Okay. I, I wasn't I wasn't sure what you meant by all that. What, what, what else would you be doing there, RJ? I don't know. Having a scritch? That's why I wanted clarification. I just wasn't sure. But then I ended up with a party-ending stomach ache as I began to chow down on my home record-styled foot-long hot dog. You haven't brought and hot dogs? Brought and foot-longs? Yeah. I mean, I've put down, like, how many hot dogs? Justin. What's Justin doing here? How many hot dogs you put down in one sitting, Jared? Oh, fuck. Like, it depends on the hot dog. Um, We we talking Polish sausage? That's a one. That's one. But if we're talking, like, hot dogs. Ballpark dogs. Ballpark dogs. I don't know what that is. I don't know. I don't go to the ballpark. Are they larger than normal hot dogs? Just like no, just like nor- normal hot dogs, like what you'd expect, like like from served. the grocery store where you have like yep. eight, eight in a pack kind of thing. Yeah, eh, like I could probably. Eat. Well, it depends if there's bun. Uh, let's say. I mean, what if you? You know what I do sometimes? I do a couple in buns, and then I do a couple out of the buns. Hmm. So See, mix and match. And this is one of the problems too. And I'm sure that this is some real Seinfeld territory but Mm -hmm. you buy your package you get eight but when you buy the buns you you get 12 uh there's a new campaign from heinz ketchup i believe that has rectified this situation where uh they're uh, making 12 pack uh or 10 or 12 pack hot dog packs to match the bun uh ratios good this is this is recent this is in the last week this has happened this it took this long it took this long fuck yeah anyway for the most part though I would settle for just like a, a naked dog, a wiener, because mm-hmm. it's all about the delivery of mustard and ketchup. Yep. No. It's a conduit. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a big hot dog guy. I love hot dogs. I love eating hot dogs at barbecues and stuff. If I go to a barbecue and there's hot dogs there, I'm like, oh shit. I'll put down four or five easy. Easy. Sometimes easy. it's like I said, two or three in buns, maybe one or two just like <laughs> So one time in high school. When my brother was in high school, uh, we had these. You remember those things where it'd be like there'd be food for the whole class, and the teacher would send like one person down to go get the food. They went to go get like hot dogs, and uh, my brother's friend went to get them. And my brother and his other friend saw this guy in the hallway when he was walking by. And my brother was kind of a bully, so they like jumped him and took all the hot dogs and ate them all. And the guy went back with like six hot dogs instead of like forty for the class. And uh, the lady was like, where'd all the hot dogs go? And he's like, I got mugged. He's like, check the tapes. And she's like, unbelievable. So they went and got more and they brought him back. And the guy was like, can I have one of those? And the teacher was like, no. Someone's like, why not? And he's like, well, he ate about 40 hot dogs. Because the teacher thought that he ate all the hot dogs on the way back. Huh. And he got really mad at her. And he's like, I didn't, I couldn't, there's no way I could have eaten all those hot dogs. Do you want me to tell you some more stories about hot dogs? Uh, I mean, if you got more. <laughs> I I, lo- I love hot dogs. Okay, that's that's all I want to say. Uh, okay. Uh, well, Justin concludes this paragraph. The toppings for that monstrosity include coleslaw, mm. bacon, pimento cheese, and fresh okra. Okra. Is okra big in South Carolina? Um, maybe. Maybe. What's your hot dog topping? Just ketchup, mustard? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't. Don't, you don't need to do anything else, really. I I never really cared for relish. Yeah. So uh, last, we had a barbecue uh, 
like a month ago and uh, a friend had a homemade relish and that was pretty good on a dog. Mm. I, uh, I always like to do one plain dog that like I'll get two one, or one. I mean, one dog that's like traditional, like ketchup and mustard, just because I want just a, a traditional dog. And then the other dog, I'll, I'll put some relish, maybe even some sauerkraut on. But I always want one dog that's just a uh, ketchup mustard because I want a traditional dog. Mm-hmm. Diamond dogs. You know what I mean? So what kind of foods do you guys like at sporting events? And can you think of the latest gut-busted meal you could not finish? Uh, I never finish meals. I'm really bad with that. I always leave, leave food on the plate. Wow. I, I'm being completely honest. I, I'm being vulnerable for you guys here. I always well, okay. leave you, meals. But you, but you must know what he means by gut-busting meal. Uh, okay, um... So like last week, it was uh, like a half day at work because it was kind of like entering the summer, like end of the year thing. So we all we all went for breakfast uh, and we went to a breakfast place, Jared. Ricky's, you know, Ricky's. I do. Uh, you ever got the Grand Forks breakfast? I have not. Do you know what's in that? I don't. So I got this. It's uh, three eggs, three slices of bacon, three sausages. Oh, okay. that's that's uh, already like out there. You don't Two. you don't sausage and ba- no you don't need that much fucking like breakfast meat. Four slices of toast, hash browns, three pancakes. Oh fuck off! What? So I got this. Why do you want and... like you you don't need toast and pancakes? Yeah, I know, but well, I, what, I, what, I, this grand I, for, what is this bullshit grand forks? I I like having the eggs and the bacon and the hash browns, and then I also like pancakes. I want a little bit of both. Sometimes at restaurants, I'll order a side of pancakes because I just want, like, one pancake. You ever just want one pancake, Jarrett? I do. I get that. But sometimes it's like, you know what? You just – you you, you, you take your toast – and you make a little, little like you live with it. You have a little bit of jam on there. And that's, just, all you, I, that's actually all you really I love want. Pancakes. But they're too filling. They're too like they're, they're they're too gut busting. I know. So and with I all ate, that meat too. Oh, I ate most of it. I left a piece of toast and half a pancake and like a little yeah, bit see, of a little bit of hash fucking, browns. Yeah. See, you didn't even finish the pancake. It was a half a pancake of the three, and uh, everyone was yelling at me and calling me a loser and telling me that uh, I, no, I didn't deserve to be well, alive. I think you made a foolish mistake, but by not finishing, I think you're a cool dude. Well, <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't finish that. I, I, sh- I It was too much food. I couldn't finish And, and what were you drinking along with this? Just coffee? Uh, I had a mimosa. Oh, come on, oh, RJ. Come on, and, and then a co- just one, just one, mo- which was just, most. It's like ninety percent orange juice. Yeah, so that's like, a- that's even sicker. Like that on top of all that food, and then orange juice with your fucking pancake to wash down the syrup. And then you're all sticky. And then you're all sticky. I, sa- I saved the pancakes for very last, oh, though. But then, like, but then the, the little syrup thing, like, was it like a table shared one or was it like individual little, like. There, it, there was one for the table, but I was the only person who had pancakes, so no one else used the syrup. Not a single person. And then you got a cold. Yeah, a couple days after. Ugh. Yeah, a couple days after, yeah. unfortunately. But yeah, that was a, that was a bad go. Uh, maybe Jared and I might go to Ricky's this uh, this week here, you guys. And uh, Jared might be trying the Grand Forks. If enough people write in mm-hmm. next week, we could get Jared at Ricky's trying to uh, with devour my, this breakfast a, with a mimosa. Yeah, you could have a mimosa. I'll drive. It's no problem. What do you have at uh, sporting events, RJ? I have no answer to that. 
sporting events depends where i am like i don't like getting anything too crazy i'm not gonna get nachos it's too messy popcorn maybe is okay even though it's messy it's like not a, a wet mess like nachos is uh hot dogs like hot dogs is the best way to go a couple hot dogs maybe some popcorn maybe an ice cream i'd say that's about it that's about it okay yep hot dogs Hot the point of tonight's episode is that hot dogs are awesome. And scrambled eggs. And scram. Ooh, so in the grand, if you were getting the grand forks, I know you wouldn't, but how would you get your eggs done? Over scrambled? easy. Scrambled. I got over easy too. Yep. You, you want so you want the little pocket of yolk, and that's where mm-hmm. you that's where you dip the bacon or your toast. And my toast and my breakfast sausage and oh, I I forgot to mention I got the hash browns, but I got the stuffed hash browns. The what? So, you know, like shredded hash browns? Yeah. So it's that, but in the middle is like a cheese that they melt together and like sour cream and stuff. People can't see this, but I'm shaking my head. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna send you a picture of this uh, oh. this meal oh. as uh, as we continue because uh, I don't know. Jared and I might get might get lunch sometime and maybe we're going to Ricky's. I don't I don't know, you guys. I don't know. It's crazy. The tradition continues for yet another anniversary episode version of the Common Ratings game. Okay. So RJ. Yeah. Um, Avengers Infinity War, Gertrude, and Ginger Snaps. What did you give them? Okay, wait. So Aven- did you say Infinity War, Gertrude, and Ginger Snaps? Yeah. I'd say maybe like a three for each. Two stars. Oh, I gave him twos. Yeah, you you don't oh, even yeah. you, you don't even know yourself. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I I have some ratings as well. But I, I, okay. Can, well, I got. I, I don't know what I have. Well, I so the, so for me, for me, yeah. uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, Broadcast News, and the Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Two. Um, my guess would be. Uh, Three stars, three and a half. Three stars do, or three and a half would be my guess. Do I have the ratings to this? You, you I hope so. Okay, let's see here. Uh, oh, J, yeah, okay. I, I'm gonna scroll down so I only see one at a time. JD, three stars. Yeah, three stars. There you go. Yeah, I had a feeling that's about right. Yep. I wouldn't have necessarily known broadcast news, but Adventures of Baron Munchausen. I was like, eh, that was about a three star affair. You're like, I know what the deal is with that one. Uh, Justin. Mm-hmm. The Polar Express. The House That Jack Built and Brain Dead. I'm going to say four and a half stars. I'm going to say three stars. Okay. Let's go to the tape here. Boop, 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 boop. Four and a half. Wow. Four and a half. Nailed it. I didn't think he'd like the house that Jack built that much. I mean, I, I've never I, seen I, that. Film, I, I guess remember him liking it. So I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, that'd be about where it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Berger, real guy. Real guy. King Kong 2005. All Shen and the Adventures mm-hmm. of Baron Munchausen. Ooh. Um, I don't three. Know. I'm gonna say three. Yeah, let's say three. Five stars. Wow. He's loving that. He's loving that Peter Jackson King Kong. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. Ooh. Corpse. Video (laughs) violence. Jacob's Ladder. 
You were never really there. Four stars. Four stars. Video of Violence is a four-star film for sure. For for Corpse? For me. Well, I mean. But I'm speaking for Corpse. I don't know if. I see. I don't know if. Uh, oh, damn. I'm going to go five. Ooh, one star. What? Corpse. One star. Corpse. Video, Video violence? violence. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Man. So I, good. I, I thought Corpse got the I got it. I thought he got it. I mean I I'm not I don't like Jacob's Ladder uh really at I, all. Yeah, but, I've heard no one likes but that. video violence, come on. Yeah, video violence is good stuff. Well one of these days I'm gonna have to give Corpse a piece of my brain. Of your what? My brain. As opposed to my Which mind. One? Oh, okay. Brains get it. I see. Um Corey Nalder, mm-hmm. uh Monterey Pop. Assault on Precinct 13, and Werner Herzog eats his shoe. I mean, Werner Herzog eats his shoe is kind of unrateable. It's it's just a thing. I'm going to say two stars. No, 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 no. No. Corey. Well, Monterey Pop. Corey loves Monterey Pop. Well, he didn't enter the draw for the Monterey Pop. I I believe he's probably got that in... uh... The finest version imaginable. Nobody entered the draw for Monterey Pop. Uh, yeah, that's true. Nobody wants. Nobody wants that. Uh, I, I will say, I think he liked the later ones more. Four stars. Corey Nalder. Do, 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 do. Four stars. There you go. <clears throat> mm, damn. Oliver Granger. Last night in Soho. Cries and whispers. And Jane Silent Bob strike back. Ooh. He, he and uh, I, I think I know. Oliver doesn't uh, mince reviews here. He doesn't. He, he there's no halves in his world, so uh, it's like one or two is my guess. I I think I'm gonna say one, and yeah. the reason for that is I rem- I distinctively remember because um, Oliver knows about my beef with Edgar Wright. I think he was like, "New Edgar Wright sucks ass," and I was like, "Nice." <laughs> so I'm gonna say one star also. And he's uh, not see. wrong. Do, do, do. One star. Yeah. Smoked him. We smoked oh, yeah. him. Got him. Got it. Smoked him out. Uh, Josh Frazier, one of the OGs. Uh, holes. Hard ticket to Hawaii. And the last honor of Katarina. Five stars. I mean, Holes is terrific. Hard tickets, terrific. I mean, I have four and a half stars. They're not. They're not perfect films. Four and a half. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure which holes it would be. Uh, the John Voight holes. Digging of individual holes. I'll go. What did you say? I said four and a half. Oh, that's high. I think. Um, maybe. I th- maybe uh, three. Three. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Three and a half. Three and a half, my man. Ryan Nagel. Oh, baby. Ryan Nagel. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. Annihilation. Cha-cha. And Ch-ch-ch-ch. Maniac. Four stars, I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Ryan was a Ryan. He liked Annihilation quite a bit. Yeah, four and a half stars. Ooh, Whoa, baby. I like it. Yeah, his, uh, his Annihilation uh, viewing didn't have uh, auditory issues for mm. the entire two hours like ours did. Yeah, so you know that helps. Sam Sanchez. Oh, Days of Thunder, three hundred, Symbio Psycho Taxoplasm. 
three uh, hundred's kind of the oddball in there. I don't think Sam would like three hundred. I'm gonna say like two stars. Ooh, sounds good to me. You're gonna say two stars as well? Sure. All right, let's see. Do, 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 do. Sam Sanchez, two and a half stars. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. <clears throat> so two and a half stars from uh, Sammy Sanchez. Sammy Sanchez. And then Sam Loveland and Sugarhead hit Justin up on Letterboxd so we can include you all next time. Uh, yes, apparently. That's plenty for now. May the creep be with you. Best, Big J Money Peterson. Ooh, yeah. Big uh, not Russia boy, J Money Peterson. That's right. One and only. Nice. Nice. And one final email. Oh, baby. R.O. Beagle. Oh, yes, yes. So, was the truth out there? Hello, creeps. You guys have been talking lately about the X-Files. I watched Mm. the first episode and enjoyed it until the scene with the UFO that only Mulder saw. The Mm. UFO was, of course, never satisfactorily explained. At the end of the show, I literally literally spoke to the TV. Nice try, buddy, but I've got your number. <laughs> uh, Jared, I, I've heard Jared in movies frequently saying stuff like that. Almost constantly. I decided there and then to never watch another episode. <laughs> I mean, I think it's worth giving it another shot, but that's just me, maybe. I don't like shaky dog stories, and I figured I was being sold a pup. Mm -hmm. The screenwriter William Goldman said, endings are a bitch. He meant, it's easy to put your characters in a wacky situation, but it's very hard to get your characters out again in a way that makes sense. I wondered if there was an advertisement in Variety sometime in 1992. Screenwriters wanted, got third act problems. Don't worry, we only need two acts. Come work on X-Files. It'll be years before those suckers catch on. Well, but the third acts? No. I mean, not even. We're still waiting. This, Jared and RJ, is one of my pet peeves. I hate the feeling of being conned by some hackety hack screenwriter into a story that goes nowhere. Yes, guys, I do acknowledge that the show was hugely popular, so I'm sure there must have been some great episodes that actually did have a beginning, a middle, and an end. But, tell me true, was the truth actually out there? And were you finally told it? I may or may not be right about X-Files, but I was right about another TV show I bailed on after episode one. Which one? Although I did get into trouble in 2010 after news broke of a woman who had finally escaped after being held captain in some guy's basement for six years. Mm-hmm. Nobody found it funny when I mentioned the upside. At least she didn't waste six years wondering what's going on with Lost. Oh, boy. On a more serious note, it seems to me I owe RJ an apology for last week's email, which oh? lowered the tone of the Criterion Creeps podcast. Oh? I racked guilt. I'm racked with guilt, RJ. Racked. So... <laughs> What what ha- I don't I don't recall the oh. said uh, occurrence. What oh, happened? Oh, you don't, huh? So uh, oh, I remember. so I must decline to answer Jarrett's question about the out- outcome of my date. RJ, I, I shall never again be so saucy or sleazy. I remember. People forget. <laughs> Jar- I mean, Jarrett talks about this stuff a lot, but uh, I am completely celibate, involuntarily celibate. Some would say. <laughs> against your will. 
no. You're voluntarily. You're a vol cell. I'm, I'm volunt. Yeah, you're vol cell. Yeah. Well, I'm Catholic. Yeah. Well, that's that's I know. Have you seen Have you seen those those babies? Someone's uh, making Someone's making those babies. Well, no, those are all adopted. Hmm. I think is the 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 game plan that they told us to go with. So, uh, what what were we talking about? My date was oh, I now yeah. recall Italian from Naples. He oh. was, however, a bit of a curmudgeon who didn't like spending money. But I soon found if I buttered him up properly, I could eventually get him to splash out. After theater, oh. he'd take me to Ben and Jerry's for ice cream. He he knew there was nothing I liked better than licking the nuts off a large new bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Regards, R. O. Beagle. R. J. Wasn't wasn't the nuts thing, but the splash out thing was really gross. <laughs> In any context, In any context. No matter no matter what, how you use that, no matter where you are, I don't think that goes well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so did did X Files ever tell us if the truth was really out there, RJ? I mean, I don't know now. You're watching it right now. Do you think the truth is out there? Um, I kinda. I mean, I can actually say I'm, I'm, spoilers. I'm, like, I'm, there are aliens. Yeah. Yeah, and there's clones. I remember yeah, and, and that, like, they find them eventually. Yeah, there's bounty hunters so, from there are from, bounty from, hunters from outer space. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about um, what's his name? Jesse Ventura, the body? Sure thing, gorilla. Sure thing, gorilla. Hey, lost though. Whoo! What about him? No end. No ending. Oh, oh sorry. What I'm, an what an ending. I mean, I don't know. I'm one of those people. Like, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't like up in arms against the ending to Lost. I thought it was fine. I was like, yeah, whatever. So I clicked on the Ricky's All Day Grill. Yeah. And, um, I'm not seeing what you're talking about. Yeah, they don't have the uh, stuffed hash browns in the picture. There's a picture of the Grand Forks there, though. Is there? Yeah, it's like if you hit Big Breakfasts, it's a... Uh, oh, famous Big Breakfasts. Yeah. That's a Grand Forks. It's smaller in picture. But uh, the hash browns, it's not cubed hash browns. It's shaved, and then it's got like... um. Like sour cream and cheese and stuff like that, all all throughout it. But that's see, it's not that bad, right? Do you want to get one? No. We're gonna get one. Okay. We're gonna get one. Thanks everyone for the emails. Yep, females. No. Uh, Classic. That's that, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, RJ, <laughs> what you been creeping on this week? Well, Jarrett, mm. let me tell you. I was sick this week, oh. and when and when the big dog is sick, when the big dog goes down, when the big dog goes down, uh, Andrea leaves him to his uh, into his dungeon to be left alone, so she doesn't get infected. Which means, I uh, I turn the TV on and then I don't turn it off again until I go to bed. Which also means, I watch unabashedly amount huge amounts of television. So I watched some television, Jared. Oh. I watched some 90s television. Some 1990s television. Oh, 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 man. Even bigger. So uh, I watched something that was forced upon me from you. And uh, 
I believe Corey or was nope. this Lawrence? This is a friend of the show, Lawrence. So even Agent more reason. check himself. Even more reason for me to get Lawrence, I believe. I'll get him one day. I'll get him one day. Mm-hmm. So I watched a little American Gothic, Jared. Holy shit. You know about American Gothic? Yeah. yeah, I watched it months ago and barely remember it now. One season that allegedly stretched from 1995 to 1998. One season of a show <laughs> stretched three years long. I don't think that's accurate. That can't be accurate. But I that's think, what I'm one year. Says. I think it's like 1996. Yeah, it finished uh, airing in 96, yeah. but uh, IMDb tells a different story. Mm. Well, I mean, I feel like we owe it to our patrons to take this party elsewhere. I, I think that's only right because I feel like a lot of people a real do go- not, the real goth heads out the, here. The goth, uh, a goth party. Yeah, the goth party. They're, uh, they got, they have their own opinions mm-t, of mm-t. things. <laughs> that's what they listen to. It's like, mm-t, 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 mm-t. I don't think that's what they listen to, but... Mm-t, no. Mm-t, mm-t, mm-t. It's like Party Boy. It's kind of... It's like Potato Boy. Someone's at the door. Someone's at the door. Fridays this fall on CBS, American Gothic. Meet a sheriff you don't cross. You're a criminal if I say you are. But the one woman who dares... Who are you talking to, son? ...is back. Marlon! From the dead. You'd had a miserable life. Now I'm not going to let you ruin that for me again. American Gothic is the season's best new series. Riveting and supercharged. And it's back after Matt Waters... I can't believe they did what with Beatles? <laughs> Jared, let me tell you, do you know Doctor Strange? Yeah. I heard he's in a multiverse of madness, and uh, Bruce Campbell's there. But you know what Bruce Campbell is also in? American Gothic. The hit 90s TV show, hey, Jared? Hey, when are they going to work Gary Cole into the MCU? When are they going to work Gary Coleman into the MCU? Is a bigger question. Mm-hmm. You it's know true. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, canceled too soon. Uh, hear about uh, the first somewhat half of season one, the only season of American Gothic, exclusive, really? one and done on the Patreon. But when you when you do it so perfectly, why why do you need another season? I mean, it's hard to argue with that. That's when right. you hit perfection, it's time to pull the pin. And since we're not perfect, that's why we could only cover the first. Seven episodes of American Gothic in one podcast episode form. Baby, we had a lot to we had a lot of background to lay. We we needed to tell people what American Gothic. I mean, they already know, but we needed to remind people about what American Gothic is. That's right. That's right. So there, there you go, folks. There you go. you, You know, you know what you're missing out on. Oh yeah, yeah. They thought the Star Trek episodes had low low listening. You wait. You wait, big boy. You'll see. You'll see. The bottom of the barrel. You'll all see. Hey, RJ, um, got any news this week? Me? Oh, uh, you hear about the gentle minions thing going around? Yeah. So here's the thing. Okay. Well, you give all these ex- kids. Explain it, because some people don't know what the fuck this is. Or so it's like, it's, it's like 15 to... 
20, probably not 20, like, I don't know, 15 to 18 year old kids uh, who are dressing up in suits and tuxes to go to the Minions movie. And they're uh, calling it the Gentle Minions. And it's like groups of like 40 boys in suits. Um, And they're going in there. And you know what? I'm all for that. That's fine. But apparently once they're in there, they're wreaking havoc and they're ruining it. And it's like, you know what? If I decided to take my wife to the Minions movie for a nice night out, and these boys were there, and they were being loud and abrasive. I'd be pretty upset. I'd be pretty upset because I don't, I don't take my wife out that often. And if we're going out for a night to the Minions, by golly, I, I want to enjoy that movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think it's all cool for them to dress up and go to the movie, but uh, apparently they're causing a lot of shit there, and that's hey, it's disruptive. I, I saw that uh, Universal checkmark is all aboard. <laughs> They're all, they're all bored. People paying to see movies in theaters that they profit off of. They're like, "Thank you." I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure they're all bored, especially you, if those you guys can, get you can trash you can trash all the theaters you want. Who gives? They don't care. Yeah, they say we won't give a frig. Yep. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care. They 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 like they want the money because who who goes see minion who goes to see minions movies in theaters other than like very small children. Uh, apparently, accompanied by parents. Apparently, the uh, gentle minions are now. Are these like these people are probably like were little little kids when this, the the yes. franchise began, and now yes. that they're all grown up, they're like, let's own our nostalgia now. Yes. But we're now we're all grown up and we're gonna wear suits. Yeah, and I, I'm all for that. I mean, like I, I get that part of it, but uh, another point is uh, I have a friend who's a teacher, Jared. And apparently the last week of school, there was this thing where uh, all the boys were putting on suits and going into the bathrooms to have parties. And it was just like them all hanging out in the bathroom in suits. And it's just like, yeah, it's it's pretty harmless. But at the same time, it's like, do anything else. It's like, go do anything else. You know what I mean? So apparently if you're a, like a teenager and you're wearing a suit and you go to get a ticket to Minions, the theaters are like, mm-mm. They say, no, no, you're not allowed well, in. All they saw was, like, the evidence of this, like, havoc that these these kids were, like, uh, causing was, like, a bunch of spilt popcorn. I mean, I think what it is is they were just loud throughout the movie kind of thing. Yeah. Is one, one instance I saw. But you know what? If they're just there hanging out, watching the movie, having a good time, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, right? Right, Jared? That's right. You're kind of a gentle minion in your own right. I'm not. You're kind of a gentle minion in your own right. Yeah, you're right. I know. I know. So that's my news. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, I thought there was something I sent you, but maybe Did I, you maybe on I didn't. Skype? No, like a few days ago. Some, You know how we exchange completely annoying, worthless news tidbits? Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to find what that one was, but coming up short. I mean, there's the one here about see. like the one you sent me from Clickhole, uh, that Jane uh, Goodall uh, quote about the Undertaker. <clears throat> that's not the. It's probably not the one that we're talking about. Probably not. Okay, let's see here. Uh, was it on Messenger or Twitter? No, I can't find it. I, I checked. Bo- I checked the usual places, and it's not there. So maybe I. Uh, I just didn't care to send it your way. 
Must not have been Ooh, that good. But, I mean, are we looking to waste some time here, or should we move on with I our mean, lives? I mean... Because it is, it's, it's uh, ten. It's, it's not getting, it's not getting any shorter. Yeah, I mean, you can mention it, just and then, okay. but but then so don't talk. Don't one of the, go one, one of the things that I have a soft spot for as a '90s kid myself um, is Wizard Magazine. Okay. Uh, used to do a casting call article, okay. kind of like at one point, like every month, where they would be like, "Hey." If we were going to cast an X-Men movie, and this is, you know, 1997, 1998, who okay. would our cast be? And uh, someone scanned in. This is from, like, what issue would have this been? Oh, someone had a cover of it. Maybe it's at the end of it. But nonetheless, this is before there was the X-Men movie that mm-hmm. actually came out. But they had Patrick Stewart as Professor mm-hmm. X. Mm-hmm. They had um, Michael Bean as Cyclops. Okay. Nicole Kidman as Jean Grey. Yeah, that's fine. They had, uh, now this is very small. Oh, Carrie Ellis as Angel. Yeah, yeah, that's fine too. Craig Kilborn as Iceman. <laughs> yeah, okay. Do you want to know who their choice for Wolverine was? Uh, when, what, what year was this? 80s or 90s? 1998. For Wolverine? Yeah. 98, Tom Hanks. How about Robert De Niro? Because, no. of, because of Cape Fear. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, or, or how about uh, Tia Carrere as Psylocke? I mean, that's fine. How, yeah, about, a... how about Sam Neill as Beast? I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that also. How about Charisma Carpenter of Buffy the Vampire Slayer fame yes. Rogue? I mean, I guess. And how about um, model actress Iman as Storm? I have, like, no idea who that is. Uh, I have no idea who that is either. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a That's a choice. No idea. Uh, Never heard of him. Nope. Morris Chestnut from Boys in the Hood for Bishop. Well, of course. Who doesn't remember Morris Chestnut? Russell Crowe as Mr. Sinister. <laughs> I mean, he was great as uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Ooh, Scott Glenn as Bastion. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, Brian Thompson from the X-Files, a.k.a. Ah. Alien Bounty Hunter as Apocalypse. That's not bad. He's got a he's got the voice for it. But ho, 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 ho. Canadian Rutger Hauer as a Magneto. Well, he is Canadian. Yeah. He is Canadian, so he fits his Magneto. And, I know Magneto is supposed to be Polish, but... And, and, I think this is my favorite, Clancy Brown as Sabretooth. I mean, Clancy Brown is many things, but Sabretooth, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe they know something that I don't. Maybe. Clancy Brown. Incredible. Yeah. Huge. Incredible. Yeah. So are you pumped for that movie? Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I, uh, when's it come out in a week or two? Uh, yeah, right away. I can't wait. 
Can't wait. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anyways, that's that's it for news. <laughs> Fictional news. Sure it is. Sure it is. Um, we got a movie to talk about. Sure. sure you do, do that. After the break, RJ's podcasting with another man. And I'm who? Person in shooting. Who? You. What? You have you have three listeners at home. What are they going to do without their argument? This is a Smith named Pete, yapping at you about a Tracy named Spencer, and a Hepburn named Catherine, and a studio named Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer. This studio, my friends, has made a whimsical filmsical. Hmm, what fancy talk. Anyway, it's a swell show named Adam's Rib, named Adam's Rib, named Adam's Rib, named Adam's Rib. Well, I guess it's named Adam's Rib. However, sprightly, brightly, and lightly, it tells a whacking good tale. And I do mean a whacking good tale. Besides its laughter, there's a lot of warmth and truth in Adam's rib. But best of all, it's a happy picture. Spencer Tracy is happy. (laughs) Catherine Hepburn is happy. And I am happy to tell you how happy you'll be when you see Adam's rib. Thank you. Don't you want your rub down? You want a drink? Want anything? What? Oh! Oh! 
Now, look here, Kip. I'm fighting my prejudices. But it's clear that you're behaving like a... Well, I hate to put it this way, but like a man. You watch your language. This is basic. I'm old-fashioned. I like two sexes. And what is more, I suddenly don't like being married to what is known as a new woman. I want a wife, not a competitor. Competitor, competitor! If you want to be a big he-woman, go and be one, but not with me. Anyway, it's a swell show named Adam's Rib. Named Adam's Rib. Named Adam's Rib. Named Adam's Rib. And we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. And tonight we're talking about Adam's Rib from 1949, directed mm. by George Cooker, as we celebrate our 300th episode, RJ. Dipping into that laser disc collection and giving people what they want. You know, those, those, we don't want those stodgy Euro movies that we talk about all the time, you know, with all the Italians and the French. No, this is about Americans for America. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm for who? Um, who? Um, Americans. It's a movie about Americans for America. Oh, okay. You know about George Cooker? You know about that? You know about Spencer I Trace? know about George uh, Conker. Is that <laughs> the same guy? Conker. Conker. He had a bad fur day one time. Remember that? He did. Yeah. yeah. Well, Adam's rib. I mean, I can't tell you how many emails I've received with people sharing their excitement for this film. Uh, which ones? All of them. All of them? All of them. Are you sure about Ma- that? Many, many emails. <laughs> how many? Like multiple? Uh, it's too many to count. Too many too to count. Many. But yep. But it's because it's got such a, a this tagline. Well, why don't you hit me with the tagline, Jared? It's the hilarious answer to who wears the pants. Um, it's the real. Is that subject, a question? I believe, you know? It's a. Uh, I think it's going to be a battle of the sexes type of picture. Really, like a literal, a metaphorical, or literal? Uh, a little bit of both. Oh. Well, you, you know, you know Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn, RJ. You know both them. Uh, real, I've, I've heard real life couple. Real life. Real life. Did really, they call each other Pinky in real life. They might have. Who knew, who knows what they would have tossed in there a little bit. Yeah, no, they were married for like until Spencer Tracy died. Like what? from like, from like forty one till like sixty something. What did he die of? I don't know. Um. Well, I'll look into it, I guess. I thought yeah, you 60, would do it. Uh, 1967 is when he died. Uh, Let's see what he died was, from. Da, 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 he, just, he says he died. Uh, Tracy, uh, he died from... Uh, what is this? So apparently... So he was he was never married. He was never married to Catherine Hepburn, but they're relationship was just like an open secret like he never he never actually got divorced um, yeah from his previous wife louise treadwell mm. but uh let's see here die 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 it that's, says that's he died one. from uh something called a uh, tossed salad oh. and scrambled eggs listen to this rj his yeah. adult life of alcoholism smoke oh. smoking cigarettes 
Taking pills and being overweight left him in poor health by the time he reached the age of 60. Nice. In 1963, Tracy was hospitalized after a severe attack of breathlessness. Uh, they found that he was suffering from pulmonary edema when fluid accumulates in the lungs due to an inability of the heart to pump properly. They declared his blood pressure dangerously high. Uh, then he so 1960. So this is like two years later. He was diagnosed with hypertensive heart disease. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he just it was like sounded like just like he kept falling apart more and more. Just falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who hasn't been there? Alcoholism, cigarettes, heart attack, al- heart. Yeah. Do you think he ate at uh, Arby's? I doubt it. It wasn't a choice. You don't think but so? if it had been, he would have been all over it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't okay. know. If, I don't know if Arby's was kicking around in his day. You don't. You don't not know that though. So. Yes. A, a synopsis for Adam's rib. When a woman attempts to kill her uncaring husband, Prosecutor Adam Bonner gets the case. Unfortunately for him, his wife Amanda, who happens to be a lawyer too, decides to defend the woman in court. Amanda uses everything she can to win the case, and Adam gets mad about it. As a result, their perfect marriage is disturbed by everyday quarrels. Hmm. What kind of quarrels? What kind of everyday stuff do you think? I don't happens? know. Well, my question though, RJ, yeah, um, for you is so where where is Adam's rib in this? Well, Jared, Adam's rib is woman. Where are you on your fables or on your uh, fables? Your, your uh, fable stories, your, your, your Bible your, your, your stories, fa- fantasy made up made up stories, parables, parables, Jared. Uh, They're not bullshit. Not bu- bullshit. Not supposed to be taken literally, Flim but flam. as. Uh, Stories to yeah. guide you in life's uh, yeah. difficult times. Really? So, what? what, what how? How does uh, God popping out a rib out of Adam's chest cavity and growing it into a woman uh, help you out? Selflessness. Oh, did he, did Adam have a choice? He was no. low. He wasn't being as selfish. Like he's like, I'm lonely. So, yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's careful what you wish for. Or is it's, it? Uh, or is this? Or, or is this more of like not to be taken as the uh, literary reference to the fictional Bible? Or is this more of what Adam doing a rib? You know, ribbon. I mean, he's it's his a, last name is Boner. So what do you bo- think? Boner. No, say it correctly. Bo- boner. Boner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's open for interpretation, I believe some would say. Interesting. Open oh. for interpretation. Okay. Yes. Yes. What cons- were we talking about? Would you consider this a moral tale? Define moral for me, please, if you can. Oh, I mean, I think we did that on episode one of Six Moral Tales, Part One. I don't think we did. I'm still I'm still unsure. Still waiting. Still waiting. I'm still unsure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so this is a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it opens up with a woman in a city, New York City. Yes. And she's trailing a man, following yeah. him, following him onto a subway train. Mm-hmm. Um, and soon enough, she she's successful in her stealth roles, and she's able to follow him up to a apartment, uh, hotel bedroom, mm-hmm. and she barges in. 
And of course, she sees her, her husband, and she's he is with another woman, and she knows that this is this is the score. And she pulls out a gun and she just starts firing wildly, closing her eyes because of course she has never fired a gun before. But one of those shots does hit her husband, who starts gasping and screaming and yelling. Um, the woman is able to avoid the random bullet shots going around, and mm-hmm. immediately, this the, the wife uh, she feels horrible. <laughs> about this whole thing and she comes running over to console her husband who is potentially bleeding out and dying and he's like stop 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 it's like whoa (laughs) this is a pretty hardcore opening for what i'm assuming is a as a comedy you assumed wrong buddy this is a hardcore i thought I I, i was looking for hilarious answers about 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 pants no, no, no. It's not, it, it wasn't like supposed to be funny about who wears the pants. It was supposed to be definitive. Mm. An answer to who wears the pants, Jared. Definitive. So then we get to what this movie is going to be about. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, Arjun, this is a pretty silly idea. <laughs> right right here. Is it? Yeah. So tell we, me about it. So we got a, a husband and wife. They're both lawyers. He sure. is the assistant district attorney, and she is a attorney at law. And uh, they find themselves at different ends of this uh, courtroom. When so the the so the husband Adam uh, he mm-hmm. gets uh, kind of tagged with taking this case on he's like oh great i just heard my wife saying that people don't treat women who shoot and try to kill their husbands with a fair shake because if it was a man who did it everyone would be okay with it but if it's a woman they're out to get her <laughs> and that's that's it that is katherine hepburn's position about the hypocrisy of uh sure. of the society um i don't know if that's accurate these days uh i mean People can have opinions on subjects, uh, sure. whatever they would like. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he, of course, is tasked with doing this. And then she finds out and she's just like, well, can't have that. And so mm-hmm. she seeks out the accused who is already uh, admitted that she has done the, the 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 crime, but now it's a matter of lawyering, lawyer talking your way through this and being like, well, perhaps I did shoot him, but perhaps it was a justified shooting, and a justified <laughs> attempted murder. Sometimes it's okay to murder people because they made you feel bad and mm-hmm. betrayed you. Maybe it was okay. Maybe it was okay. Maybe it's okay. But it's like, well, shooty shooty. So this. This so the conceit immediately was making me go. Wait a minute, what? Mm-hmm. What judge? <laughs> what judge would let a husband and wife play this out uh, as 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 the DA, as the prosecutor, and the defense attorney? Only New York's finest, buddy. But they don't even talk about this. This is <laughs> like New York's finest. They live. The, like, it's like come on. It's like this is like oh yeah, that's that's a thing. Uh, we get some mm-hmm. um, 
some flirtation because they're kind of like into the cuteness of them both doing this case at the same time and dropping their pencil on the ground and looking at each other and you know showing mm-hmm. a little bit of leg and making kissy faces under the table when they're supposed to be working because they're uh, f- looking for a j- uh, jurors to sit. Mm-hmm. Um, and but then it gets serious, Jarrett. Maybe maybe there's no fun later on. You know what I well, mean? Well, eventually. Well, there's so there's a dinner party. Yeah. Um, there's a dinner party and we get introduced to one of the worst characters weird, uh, weird horny buzz cut guy who he who, who is, is referred to as a young man who is also maybe not true to himself and his sexuality i believe is how it appeared i feel like this guy was uh trying to convince himself of something that wasn't true you over, know what i mean over, overcompensate I think so. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, but he is aggressive in that sense. Uh, and I think to a fault of this man, he is overly aggressive with other people's wives where, uh, you know, if this guy is hanging around your wife, Jarrett, I tell him to fuck right off. So, you know what I mean? So this Kip, uh, Mm -hmm. played by David Wayne, uh, he would have been about my age (laughs) now, uh, in oh, this, I was gonna in, say at in, the time in, in this film, yeah, yeah, at the time, at the time, same yeah. same age, yeah, okay, mm. yeah. His character, Jesus, <laughs> just grating. Uh, yeah, I mean he he has a lot to say about Adam, and uh, he's got a lot of commentary that he just lets fly mm. all the time. You also get a a scene. So people people did used to just kind of take pictures of their vacations and like. Uh, just like make people sit around and and watch it, hey. Yeah, that, that is what they used to do. Yeah, some might do it in PowerPoint presentation mode now. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Oh well. Hey, they didn't have Netflix, and TV was still kind of rolling out. They definitely did chill though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they they boned just fine. Well, not that Kip guy. He wasn't boning anybody because he sucked. Wow. Yeah. He's maybe his own worst enemy. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. He's just kind of a lechy uh, try hard. I mean, yeah. He's there and he, he just makes like inappropriate comments on stuff. And he's just like always bringing down this husband. He's like, if I had your wife, I wouldn't be you because you suck. <laughs> I would have told that guy to fuck right off. You know what I mean? Get out. <laughs> Get out. So, yeah, he's annoying. So they have a dinner party, and uh, they uh, talk about their fabulous life together. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this like this that. is us taking the mortgage, burning it. And yep. then this is us going around kissing the barn doors and our trees and stuff like that because we're so successful. We've mm-hmm. got it all. Mm-hmm. But now this little court case has come along because she has a point to prove to him. And uh, what point is that, Jared? I, I, I don't know. That women aren't treated fairly in society. Okay. Yeah, that's that's it. But you're like, and this is this is the one that you're going to go for. This this is the case, and you're mm-hmm. going to like render it in, in law. It's like, oh, this is the the nightmare world of uh, the American justice system many a system where this is even allowed to happen hey if you're not going to make a stance here when when right 
So anyway, it just turns out that, yeah, the guy was shot at. He's kind yeah. of a, an oaf. He's a loathsome man. Um, a, a, kind of a sleaze. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It, it, it's this whole, the courtroom stuff is just like, whatever. It's just trying to be funny. But for a comedy, RJ, let me mm-hmm. just tell you right now, this movie's not very funny. No? No. You weren't uh, slapping your knees and other parts of your body as well? My tickle bone remains untickled. What about your um your funny bone? Um what about well, your funny bone? Uh it's atrophied. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay, okay. So do you want me to tell you what else happens in this movie or do you wanna Well, okay, so anyway, the the court case resolves and like the tensions mm-hmm. building and building and this uh a- adam is feeling like his, his wife's going too far mm-hmm. and it's like you don't even respect the law anymore i thought that's something that we shared in common um and he he, he moves out uh yeah yeah. yeah he uh he he hauls out for the night he says i'll see you in court baby yep and then uh they have their closing statements where there's still objections being had mm-hmm. and it's zany. And, it is zany. Yeah. There's a scene during her closing statement where there's a gender flip. What kind? Uh, where, where you get like the man is a woman and you get the women is men. It's like, uh, and she's like, and, 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 and she's like, can you imagine if the roles were reversed, how your perspective of this would change? It's like, this is like the dumbest fucking garbage argument I've ever heard in my life. It's like, what does this what does this change about anything? Oh, well, I'd let him off. I'm like, why would you do that? It's like you're you're well, Jared. That's <laughs> the point, man. Maybe society wasn't set up the right way, man. Um, yeah. Maybe there were things that they did that they didn't do right. You know what I mean, man? Yeah. So, man. So the the jury finds the 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 woman, the wife shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, not guilty. Uh, nope. Yeah, she's not guilty. She's they not, say. Yeah. They she, say no problem. And so the family order is sort of restored now that the husband who's been shot, he's kind of like, yeah, we're, we can be back together again, baby. Mm-hmm. I learned my lesson. You shot me. <laughs> um, but the damage has already been kind of done with the with our uh, Tracy Hepper uh, duo. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel about that, RJ? But um, I mean, Adam and Amanda. Well, I mean, they uh, they definitely go to the divorce lawyer, right? And they're splitting up their stuff, and they say, "Man, we were great as a couple, mm. but we just we just couldn't be rivals in the courtroom." You know what I mean, Jared? It was just, it was a sad thing. It was mm-hmm. a sad thing. But uh, you know, maybe as they're uh, splitting up their things, uh, maybe they uh, you know re- relive some past memories. They say, "Oh, I remember that. That was. Do you remember that? That was a great one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we had so much fun that time. And then, oh man, that was a good one too. Uh, and then you know what? Maybe they find themselves. Maybe they find each other at the same time. You know what I well, mean, Jared? But remember, Kip comes a lurking. Yeah, he comes in and then oh oh yes, before all that. Yes, yeah. before that. So, you forgot so Kip about comes old, old in Kip and, who's trying to like <laughs> lay down some pipe. He's hound dogging in there. Yeah. Um which I, I I still think I don't think it was the 
the right thing and he she's, was hounding and, at. And she's all, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Amanda is very upset, I guess, like, yeah. that her husband's gone. And, like, she's, like, kind of, like, really, like, oh, man. Like, that, she, she's got a lot on her mind. And this Kip dude is just, like, pawing at her, lurking yeah. about. And so we have the thing, the scene, though, that makes very little, like, again, this movie is just, yeah. Adam's outside the apartment. They're 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 you know downtown whatever Manhattan apartment, and he's looking up at the window and he can see these two figures, this man and a woman, uh, their silhouette against the mm-hmm. curtains. And then he goes up, he sneaks in with the uh, the pass key from the 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 elevator guy, and he enters the room with a gun. Uh, yes, he does. And he's like, "Hey, baby." So I knew, I knew, I knew it was this it was going to turn to this. And he's pointing at them, and they're all panicking. And man, she's horrified. And and she says, "You've no right to do this. Nobody does." And Adam goes, "Ah, you're, you're just you you proved my point, and that's why." <laughs> he says, "You see, you're not above the law." Mama's not the law, you see, Jarrett. And then he, and then he takes the gun, he puts it in his mouth, and they're like, "No, stop! Don't do it!" And he just takes a big bite of it because it's like a chocolate gun, licorice, licorice. He, I okay, he says. I, yeah. I see. And yeah. it's like, what? Yeah, he, he says, "I do love licorice." And then you go, he says, "I just needed to what prove is... a point, babe, baby." And then, yeah. and, and then and then they beat the shit out of each other off camera behind the door. That's funny. Sure. Oh yeah, he spanked her too earlier. Excuse me. Remember when he spanked her when he was giving her a back massage? And then she's oh, like, yeah. she's like, "You really fucking hit me." And that's a, that's a quote from Catherine Hepburn. You really fucking she, hit me. Actually, that is a that is a quote. She's like, "You really did it." She's like, "You really meant to yeah, do this." That was not a playful smack. You fucking hit me. <laughs> And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is this is some real shit going on in this movie. All of a sudden, again, yeah. We had it's like it's just like, and then but it's like predicated on this like fucking bullshit court case thing. You're like, what are we talking about here? It's like it's trying to be this Mm -hmm. like this this uh, I guess feminist idea, I guess of bringing up this like you know of hypocrisy and like how men uh, have a certain. Uh, space in the world and women have a different one and it's like well it's different is this idea and you're like okay I got I can get behind this but mm-hmm. this movie doesn't do a very good job of uh laying that out or I don't think convincing anybody of anything uh so the, the so the divorce is about to happen but then they wind up not doing that and they reconcile mm-hmm. uh we get some cornball shit in bed talking about how, oh, I'm going to run as a Republican nominee. And she's like, I'm going to run as a Democratic nominee. <laughs> and then he's like, no, you won't. And then he cries. And she's like, see how easily I can pretend to cry. Men have ways to manipulate mm-hmm. you, not just women. <laughs> and then they say, they talk about how there's no difference between a man and a woman. And he's like, well, you know what the French say. It's the, it's the little differences. <laughs> We're talking about penises and vaginas now. And then they fuck. And that's how the movie ends. <clears throat> they what? They fuck. They fuck so hard, RJ. You don't even know about it. It's like so long. You put it out of your mind. It, the movie didn't just go to the end. Oh, man. It was nasty. You think about? You ever thought about Spencer Tracy just fucking pounding away? Well, that's what happened. 
And then you ask, who wears the pants in the family? No one, because they're fucking. You can't fuck with pants on. Not not Spencer Tracy. Nuh-uh. He's got, and, he, it's, and it's not the little differences. It's the big difference. It's cock. Jared, 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 Jared. Not a fan oh. of this movie, RJ. I'm just going to tell you that. Oh, really? I thought uh, I couldn't tell. I thought you were really into it for a while. This movie... Uh yeah no, <laughs> okay. This is uh not I don't know probably of the laser disc movies. This might be the one where I'm just like, who gives a fucking shit about this? <laughs> I look, I have no, I don't know. I haven't seen that many Spencer Tracy movies. I like him in mm-hmm. uh, Bad Day at Black Rock. Uh, Catherine Hepburn, you know, it's uh on and off me and her. Yeah. Uh, uh you know, there's you know there's those summer times and Adam's ribs and there's everything else that she's done. She's cool. Lion in Winter, she's amazing. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Nothing about this title is appealing. This like yeah, Battle of the Sex is crap, but it's like in this nineteen forty nine like Hollywood yeah. Gotta remember this post World War Two, Jarrett. Yeah. It's different They're trying to really shake it up. It's like this movie doesn't shake up anything. Yeah. Or does it shake up? It doesn't even it does it's it, everything. It doesn't it tries and it, it, it doesn't at all do anything. It just Maybe re, it, sh- it re, does everything. Yeah. It's like, what does any of that matter? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So Adam's Rib, hey, it's a uh, top of your list? No. Top of the top? No. Top of the top? No. Oh, uh, Jarrett, not, top of the top? Not at all. Not at all. Okay, well, here's my rundown. Yeah, what do you think, Roger? I think, uh, I think Jarrett... Uh, I think Jarrett, uh, it's not his kind of movie, but also the Idaho kid here, he's pretty tired. He was eating potatoes all weekend, so he probably came into this a little bit, you know, uh, a little starchy, a little starchy. I didn't mind Adam's rib. I thought it was fine. I think um, I think the message gets mishandled a little bit because uh, I think I see what they're trying to do for a lot of the movie where they're, they're like, um, she's like, well, it's all about, it's like, it's trying to be an equal rights movie, right, for however they attempt to do that like some they mishandle it a bit but it's trying to be an equal rights movie uh but then in the end <laughs> i think it really like it like the entire point of the movie i think gets kind of turned on its head at right at the end where he's like see toots he's like no one's above the law the law wears the pants and then you're like so wait are women not equal or like like you know well, what i mean like well, the, let, let let them think so Wink yeah boys it's like uh um so like i i see what it was i think it was trying to do something for the whole point uh to talk about equality but then i think it really kind of fumbles it at the end and then there i mean there's some weird stuff throughout where it's just like they call in that strong woman and they're like see a woman can lift oh. a man <laughs> yeah and you're, it's like i i get it like this movie's 80 years old so i was like i guess that was probably like cool you know what i mean like whatever Look, you can lift him He's like, what, what a loser that's a man li- letting a woman lift him that's kind of the implication it's like that's hilarious and then it's like yeah. yeah whenever they do like the the drag thing where it's like oh it's a, it's a woman dresses a man <laughs> and yeah you just kind of go yeah sure i mean sure whatever like people thought that was like goddamn the funniest sickest thing they've ever seen um, and so they're like, oh, we, of course they're going to do that. But man, this, yeah. I just don't think this movie is like the, the, the screenplay to me just is like not interesting. It doesn't, 
it doesn't seem particularly sharply written. Um, yep. It doesn't look great. It's just kind of it's just kind of bland. It's comedy. It's a little it's a little blotchy. Yeah, it, it it does look a little blotchy. I mean, I I didn't mind uh, the story. Like, I do think there's good examples of this and bad examples where it's like uh, when you hear the idea for this movie, you're like, oh, I've seen that movie a million times, but you've probably actually never seen this exact play out where it's like, right. man's a lawyer, wife or husband's a lawyer, wife's a lawyer too, and they're head to head. Oh, and you're just like, yeah, okay, I got gotcha. Um So there's a lot of very like iterations of this but uh i was like i don't know there's um there's a reason why a ton of these movies exist they appeal to somebody right so i was kind of oh, like sure. Grand- i was the, like the real grandpas yeah uh and i mean i i did get um i got some uh mild enjoyment out of it i was like yeah i don't mind the setup and i think uh, i actually don't mind Catherine hepburn i was like yeah it's like i like the way she kind of like um goes about stuff uh i didn't realize these two were married and or were a a thing in real life because uh, i watched this with andy and we were kind of like these guys don't have the best chemistry together well i I, I only ever read about how they have undeniable chemistry i i didn't quite get that um but uh i don't know i didn't i i didn't mind that i didn't mind some of the like it's like i said i do think there's some good stuff there but uh it it definitely gets kind of um the blankets get pulled over the potatoes for a lot of this. You know what I mean, Jer? Mm-hmm. Nobody Where wants that. Nobody wants that. So I, I know what they were trying to do. And uh, or, some, I think in or, or I would argue these are just shitty potatoes. Go, could, be, go, go, could be that get, too. Got to go to a different farmer. <laughs> could be that too. Um, I don't like some, some of the, some of this, uh, the lines or the speeches she had, I was like, yeah, I, I see what they're trying to do for 1949. I was like, this could have been like, um, but it's, it's like, well, this is, is now, this is also but... Hollywood 1949. Let, let me yes. tell you, there was a lot of interesting writings and people doing things in other parts of the world that like, this is like, <laughs> I don't know. This is so, it's so 1949 yeah. U.S. like image of itself. This when did idea. Swing Time come out? Oh, God, what, 1929? 29? Okay, so that's quite a bit before. Sorry, or 1936, 1936. 36, okay, so just uh, 13 years before. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, let me tell you, Tracy Hepburn or Noah Stare and Rogers. What, what, what else? Uh, never mind. Um so anyway, I don't know. I I didn't I didn't mind Adam's rib. Uh, like there's yeah. obvious things about it. It's like yeah, there's there's some downtime in this movie, and uh, there's some problems with some of the characters in this movie, and you See, get annoyed by I, a, a bit of it. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't even like. Yeah, I don't know about necessarily if I would describe it as downtime. It's just not. I don't know if you compare to this like to Lady Z, like Preston Sturgis, um, who I think we're we've. Like sure. their films, the Ladies Eve or uh, mm-hmm. uh, Solvent's Travels, those are yep. good. Those are good. Uh, this yep. just seems like I don't know a movie that is someone like this movie, in at, at, at you know John Criterion liked it, likes this, and uh, he put it way back when in his early days when he had hair still, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, yeah, I gotta, gotta get that one in there. Or it was always yeah. one of my dad's favorite movies. My mom or my mom's favorite movies. Maybe she's she's a big hep head. A big hep head. Yeah. What what kind? Uh, the the Hepburn variety. What about Audrey? Audrey. Ooh. 
She's a bit too much of a sultry minx. Mm, it's like that some, Selena Coombs. Some would say. Some would say like Selena Coombs. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I thought Ab- Adam's rib was fine. I didn't mind it. It was uh, an hour and 30 minutes. Uh, I watched it on like a Saturday or Sunday well, or something. I thought you were going to say I watched it at 1.5 speed. <laughs> I watched it at 1.5 speed. Just blew right by. Uh, great way to spend an afternoon. You I wonder, know what I mean? What, is, what does Catherine Hepburn sound like at 1.5 speed? Kind of sounds like this. A little bit of a pleasure. A little bit of a pleasure. A salad of scrambled eggs. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. So, yeah, I don't know. He's fine. Jared didn't like him much. I was like, no. okay with it. So, uh, you make that. You make of that as you will. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? RJ's a big hep head over here. Oh, hep head? Nah. Nah. Summertime, Adam's uh, rib. Oh, well, yes, I, I think I am then. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I am a hephead. Yeah, and he didn't even know it. I didn't even know. I didn't even remember summertime. I didn't even, re- or I didn't remember her. She was in summertime, is what I mean. Mm. And now you know you, what I mean. Suddenly, it all comes back. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm trying to think of like what are the, what other. Uh... Hepburns, have you watched? Me? I don't know. Let me tell you right now. I probably watched. Um, she's in that one great one. Do you remember uh, American Gothic? <laughs> she's in that. I've only seen three. Okay. So what is it? Uh, oh, um, the Lion in, in Winter is another one. The yes. Lion in Winter, Adam's Rib, and Summertime. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean. Well, look at all these great films. Well, one day you'll get to watch Bringing Up Baby with her and Cary Grant. Man, you know sounds what? like a slam dunk. Hey, they get a look. They get a hang out with a a leopard called Baby. A le- like a legal leopard. A leopard leopard. Uh, does that leopard get harmed in any way? I, I doubt it. Jared. I feel like the leopard's going to be doing the harming. Jarrett, you know how those movies used to play out. Mm-hmm. I think the I think, I think the leopard's fine. You sure? No, I'm sure. I think he's dead now. What about Philadelphia Story? That's also with Cary Grant and Jimmy Stewart. Holy shit! Jimbo, <laughs> well, it's not. It's not in my house. It's in uh, Fred's house and, and Tom's house. You remember that one, Jarrett? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> that's uh that's kind of what i was going for uh you want to hear about people who hate this movie i mean sure other than you yeah I okay s- yeah my time my time's <laughs> valuable sure the rogue critic oh god half a star like most hepper and tracy mm. films the feminist message of the film is unbelievably annoying and cheap Come on. Script is often odd and disconcerting. Characters are unsympathetic and annoying to varying degrees. Story is ridiculously meandering and pointless. Stupid film. Rating F. Uh, What was the voice you were doing just there? Uh, I I was basing it off a guy, you know. He's a school teacher. His name is Roy. If uh, well, this this guy gave Philadelphia Story five stars. 
Okay. They also give Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, five stars, Jarrett. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Uh, favorite films, 12 Angry Men, Seven Samurai, Rebecca, and uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, but they just gave American Graffiti a half a star. Yeah. And that is not true. You've seen American Graffiti, correct? I have. That is not a half a star film. It's okay. It's not a half a star film. No. He gave 2001 Space Odyssey a half a star. Oh, that's... What it feels like a black Was this hole. Jim Cornette? It feels like a black hole of plot, story, and clarity. Second act is only part of the film that is mildly coherent and is thereby mildly interesting. Films, pieces, okay. So the people who go out of their way to watch this movie, which we did not. It came yeah. to us because we had yes. to watch it. The people who seem to watch it and hate it, they like to give letter grades. I'm <laughs> Presto Bix. 40, 49 out of 100. 12th, 12th percentile D minus. There's already star ratings. You don't have to give letter grades on top of star ratings. Stop it. Luke Nelson, letter grade F. Uh, so what do we got here? Ooh. Presto Bix likes Manchester by the Sea, Schindler's List, Paths of Glory. What about Luke Nelson? Luke Nelson's a big fan of Star Wars. <laughs> Back to the Future. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting and Saving Private Ryan. Sorry, I haven't seen those pop up in that order in a while. Uh, uh, <laughs> what about Gage? One star. Hepburn is great as always. Otherwise, this is an unfunny, disgusting, fascist farce. <laughs> Not just the ending, but the whole thing. I mean, sure. Uh, this guy likes Pan's Labyrinth, Willy Wonka, Stray Dog, uh, and La Dolce Vita. They just gave five stars to The Tender Bar, which is that uh, Ben Affleck bartender movie. It's not a five-star film, I don't <clears throat> think. But One star from The Pied Piper. Had a self-respecting man received the same treatment from his better Come half on. as Spencer Tracy, I guarantee it wouldn't have been licorice. Come on. Pied Piper likes uh, favorite films include La Ventura. So that tells you all you need to know. They also just watched Philadelphia Story. Two and a half stars, apparently. What the hell? And one and a half stars to Green Mile, I guess. Okay. 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 Weirdos. Weirdos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to get these other ones. Oh, that's a good. That's good. That's nice. Mm. And and Doan. Okay. Catherine Hepburn in brackets. This movie sucked. The law scenes were disgustingly R-word. Id. The Uh-oh. whole argument the movie seems to try and make is that people are allowed to shoot each other because women were oppressed in the past. Both husband and wife should be in jail. Catherine Hepburn is more obnoxious than fun. Spencer Tracy is an unlikable buffoon. Old silly comedies really suck. This is no better than than contrived modern day romantic comedies. That I will agree with. I mean, it, 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 yeah. This it, I, if you did this exact movie now, yeah. Like basically, I don't know who you cast like the equivalent of. It's like no, Amy people, Adams, pe- Mark Ruffalo. There you go, people, people, and you took the same screenplay. Oh, yep. it, it's, it's it fucking suck. 
I mean, probably, but it's eighty year old movie, you know. So, but 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 what but, if they spiced yeah. it up a little bit? But, yeah, for for the the twenty twenty two audience craving Ruffalo Amy Adams. <laughs> what if they just spiced it up a little bit, the Jarrett? Uh, Jake Wagner, one and a half stars, hard to swallow even by nineteen forty nine standards. You can just gun down people and get away with it because of double standards against men and women. Doesn't work as a comedy or courtroom drama. Well, it's not that. Despite Tracy and Hepburn giving solid performances. I mean, okay. He likes People versus Larry Flint, so that's cool. It's a good film. Good film. It's a good film. Well, when people say, well, you know, people say Tracy Hepburn, I always think of Done Christmas. Who? Christmas Done. Christmas Dunn. Harry Dunn, Lloyd Christmas. I know. That's I a know. that's a duo. That is a duo. Well, I mean, some people would say fudge and loaf. You know what I mean? <laughs> you ever heard of one of those? Nope. No? Okay. okay. Well, I think it's time we uh wrap this shit we up. Pull, we pulled the pin on uh yeah. Adam's rib. <laughs> Any final words on this rib? I mean, I thought it was fine. Jared didn't like it, and a lot of people on the internet didn't like it too. So awesome. uh, I'm sure go. it's got big fans, and we're dumb. Probably. Yep. Uh, after the break. Yeah. I don't know. We beat the shit out of each other and have a big laugh, but it's there's little differences. What's your little difference? And then Spencer Tracy Fox. What? Describe yourself as a, a Spencer Tracy kind of guy. I wouldn't describe myself. You can Ever. email us at criteriaincrease at gmail.com and not describe yourself. Ever. We got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnwolf. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. We've got YouTube, which I guess I should update. I didn't do it last week, but no one even said anything. Nobody cares. They probably just thought we were dead. They moved on with their life. Good. Good Maybe. for them. Good. Good on them. Good uh, for them. And, but we do have a Patreon where you can get exclusive materials for your listening what's, pleasures. What's on that exclusive Patreon, Jared? Well, you know you know, you know how you can hear things, RJ? Yeah. Yeah. You, you know about Sheriff Buck? I, I'm unfamiliar. You know, you you, you know about you know about Frank Black? Oh, I know about Frank Black, baby. Yeah. You know, you know, you know about... Uh, Scott Bakula? Scott Bakula? I know about Scott Bakula. How would you like if you could hear yourself talk about those 
those chaps and they're just going in and out of your ear such force and magnitude and size what do you think about, what do you think and you get to pay for the opportunity for it what would you think about that man i might even pay for that to hear yeah. about bacula yeah. and frank black i i might i might be on board i might i might put a buck in and, well there you go folks it's out it's out there next week Victor Reese's Spirit of the Beehives from 1973. Uh, y- y- y'all like Frankenstein's? Ooh, is that what this is about? Kinda. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, enough is enough. It's time for a change. A what? It's time for a change of underwear. Whose underwear? Well, I took my pants off because I, I don't wear the pants. And now it's to get on to other business. What other business could we possibly have? Editing. Editing this podcast. Ugh. You don't Just have to do it. that, though. You get to go to sleep. Just leave it. You, do you, it tomorrow. You, you can keep those pants. They're all shitty anyway. <laughs> I mean, they are shitty, but yeah. just do it tomorrow. No one's watching. No one's watching. No, no one's watching. Well, good night.